Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Table Manners. Why are we whispering? Because they're doing a press junket next door. They won't be able to hear us talking. Maybe they can. No, but this is a bedroom, so they're insulated. Okay, anyway, we are at the Soho Hotel for lunch. We haven't done this before. We are getting room service because we are at a hotel. However, we have bought a little offering of Alex's banana bread. That he made last night. That Alex made last night. After saving lives. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Alex. And he's not in the best frame of mind. What do you mean? Because of giving up smoking. Oh, yeah. He was ferociously eating those chocolates last night. I know. He said all the pleasure in his life has gone. That's very sad. So I told him to make banana bread. He was still in the that gave him pleasure, No, I don't think so either. Uh, We have David Schwimmer doing the podcast today. Jesse, will you stop whispering? Mum, I'm trying to be respectful of the fact that they're doing a press junket next door. Okay, hurry up because I want to cough. David Trimmer is in town to promote his new Sky show called Intelligence, which he's one of the producers on and also stars in it with Nick Mohammed, which is about a CIA agent coming and working with MI5. I think it's that they're not one. called MI5 though; they're called like GG something. GCHQ. Yeah. Yeah. Is that an actual thing? Yeah. GCHQ oh, is, is the Central Intelligence. It's intelligence, it's not spying. So they listen in on things and they hack into computers and things like that. Um, So he's here doing a load of press. We're lucky he's fitted us in. Absolutely. But yeah, I hope we can learn all about David Schwimmer and food. And I'm not going to bring up the holiday armadillo. I'm not going to bring up the uh, moist maker turkey sandwich. I'm just going to get it out now in the intro. I'm just going to get it out there. To hear about his bar mitzvah menu. Yeah. Obviously, the tough questions are going to be asked by Lenny. Yeah. David Trimmer coming up on Table Manners. David Trimmer, welcome to Table Manners. Thank you. I, I hear you're a massive foodie. So what does a day in New York look like for you with food? My day would start with making coffee first. Okay. I like to grind you know, my own beans in the morning mm. and do French press and... Mum's uh, mum's kind of sounded a bit dodged just then. It's because my husband has about ten thousand different coffee paraphernalia, and I'm living oh, with really? my mum at the moment. So like she's rolling <laughs> and my her son eyes. the sir as the, well. the grinding coffee things grind. Yeah, yeah, driving you crazy every but, yeah. every morning. Oh right, and the French right. press, and there's a Vietnamese thing that we got, and he bought a new thing back from the states last week. I know. Week. I told him to hide it from you. I'm yeah. not that bonkers um, with it. I just have my ritual, my routine, as yeah. does everyone. Yeah. I yeah. think with their morning. And what sort of coffee? 
Uh, well, right now I'm into this place called Gasoline Alley, which uh, has their own blend, and it's um, I think they work with Intelligentsia. Um, oh yeah, lovely. But it's uh, yeah, so it's just I like a medium roast usually, and um, you know, so I'll go by the store, I'll buy a few bags, and every couple of days. And, so. <coughs> so it's co- coffee. Coffee in the morning, yeah. and then my go-to breakfast would usually be either I'll make. Uh, I really like a good porridge, but it takes a while. So I'll use McCann's Irish oatmeal, which takes quite a bit of time. Um, And then I'll chop up a bunch of the fruit that I like. Mm -hmm. I'll put like fresh apples and maybe Mm. um, I'll I'll bang up some almonds, you know, some roasted almonds. I'll bang those up. I'll put other uh, fruit or I'll make a fruit compote out of I'll just throw a bunch of mixed berries and some dried fruit I'll cut up some dates and prunes Mm. and apricots and into your compote yeah oh nice I'll boil it down with some uh, some water um, and it's it's incredible you know no added sugar the fruit is plenty plenty sweet Um, so I'll do that are you healthy you sound like you're quite pretty healthy yeah and then I'll or my go-to breakfast will be something really simple like toast with fresh almond butter or fresh peanut butter and blueberries on top. That's the best thing about Whole Foods. Um, they have the nut yeah. butters that you can just yeah. do. I buy it every week from Whole Foods and you just... Do you need, eat, drink normal milk? Yeah. Uh, I'll do... I, I don't mind other milk. I don't mind almond milk and oat milk, but I, I, I drink usually. I drink normal milk. I mean, regular, not normal. But you see, like, it's real hard-hitting questions we're asking here. It's yeah, really, those are pretty it's tough. really stressful. But my other go-to breakfast... It's either one of those or I'll do avocado, you know, like a, my own mashed avocado on toast mm, with uh, olive oil, that's what and you like. lemon so juice, you cook, salt, pepper. Like you're one of the rare New, New Yorkers that actually kind of you know, cook. I'm, I'll do mostly breakfast. I like to eat out. Yeah, I do. Right. Um, or sometimes order in. Um, but I also have a daughter, so I'll make stuff or, I'll, you know, I'll make obviously make breakfast for her every day um, uh, or dinner with her, you know, lunch she has at school. Um so I cook a bit, but I'm not I'm not a brilliant cooker. And where do you go out to eat in the evenings? Like oh, there's everywhere. Some, everywhere. I mean, like... I, I, yeah, I do everything. I mean, I could, you know. I well, make like, it. are there some spots that you, like some of your daughter's favorites that kind of. You... She likes this restaurant called Vicks, um, which I like a lot too. Um, it's on Great Jones in okay. downtown. And it's, she likes the pasta there and the salad. She's vegetarian, self declared vegetarian. When did that happen? Uh, when she was five. Oh, wow. Uh, four or five. Yeah, she just said, I, I'm a vegetarian. Was it from a film or a book? I, I think, um, <laughs> I think she had been somewhere with her mom uh where they were talking about um vegetarianism and animal rights and i think it just hit her uh, also i think she just developed a, a taste for she she never really enjoyed eggs even you know she just she just didn't yeah she, she wasn't, wasn't the only her weakness still today is chicken nuggets <laughs> so or chicken tenders but um, you can get really get good vegan, vegan ones, yes, ones I know. Now. and yeah. i've gotten those for her and i bake those for her yeah yeah. So were you brought up in New York? No, my parents are New Yorkers. Yeah. Um, my mom's from Queens. My dad's from Brooklyn. Uh, I was born in Queens, and but when I was very young, my parents uh, moved. Uh, my sister and I, the whole family, moved to LA. That's very so, unusual for New Yorkers to want to go to LA. Well, so, yeah, they uh, wanted to get out of the cold, and they had the job. Weather. They had yeah. job opportunities as young lawyers. Okay. So. 
Uh, but I grew up in a you know in a Jew a culturally Jewish household and um, and going to temple and I had my bar mitzvah. Where was to, your bar mitzvah? It was at University Synagogue in L.A. Um, but how did so, it go? It was good. Yeah? I mean, did it right? Look, I, I mean, I think it's a little. I would say it, it's. I grappled with the idea that later in life that that as a thirteen year old boy that that was my passage into manhood. I just yeah. didn't. Yeah. I think it's a little young. Um, uh, and I also felt that it went, you know, I went well. I learned all my lines. I understood my Torah path. You know, I knew, I understood everything, but it didn't have the meaning that I think it would as an older, uh, yeah. older young man. I even. feel like the passage is to the presence. Like Alex, my brother's, Bar Mitzvah gift. It wasn't even a gift list, but like the presents he got was incredible. Yeah, that's that. It's I have so to say, over the top. That's what left the the worst taste in my mouth about the whole thing. Is you know, at that age, it's just about a party. Yeah, and so yeah, that, it's a deal. Like, what kid isn't going to say, "Yeah, I'll memorize all this yeah, yeah. if I get a big party and presents and checks from relatives"? Of course. And I think something's really lost in the. Um, I think Oz was quite serious as well. He what spent... are you talking about? We were all vomiting in the toilets, Mum. Darling, you that was the party. But after oh, right, he'd okay. done the singing, he laned, he sang the whole Parsha. So he could get drunk. And now, Mum, he was so drunk. Okay, okay fine. But we had a nice, sculpt. we had a nice sculpture. Yes, we did. Yeah, and we a had very nice questionable belly dancer. We had you a know, belly you dancer. You have to have a theme. <laughs> It's yeah, really so we did kind of a she Middle was a Eastern very pasty theme. blonde woman. Yeah, who was and a belly who had a, a dagger in her mouth. Her it name was, was Dawn. Odd. Not very exotic. <laughs> did you but have a theme? It was fun. I had a theme. Mine was magic. <gasps> so I think that's I had quite good. Roaming magicians. I had chocolate white rabbits on the tables <gasps> oh, as party favors. I wish I thought of that. Uh, listen, I mean, let's get real. I, I mean, I don't feel like it. I think that it's quite different. It's evolved into something that I think parents feel the pressure, the peer pressure to compete with, you know, the rest mm. of the synagogue, the rest of the congregation, mm. the rest of the parents that, of the community um, to throw the great party. And I think a lot is lost on the kids. I think it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. Do, will your daughter get bat mitzvah, do you think? I don't think so. I'm not observant um, in that way, and that's personal decision, mm. and I wouldn't kind of uh, insist on her doing that without her understanding uh, what it is. If she wants as as a grown woman, as an adult woman, once she's educated and informed, it's her decision. Yeah. And that's how it, I think it should be. That's actually what I'm thinking you about having to, a, bat mitzvah. a bat mitzvah. Just because my husband's not Jewish and I feel like it's a very important part to my upbringing, but I was too busy apparently at 13 to go and Go to um, synagogue, and you know, do do the learning. Are you so, are, are you religious? Are you I'm observant? not religious, but I want to be able to understand. If I'm going to do Hanukkah with them, I want to be able to kind of give the knowledge to explain about Hanukkah or give uh, or I think Pesach. You could, like, do, you could do that. You could educate without having that guilt that you yeah, seem maybe. to be experiencing. Yeah, think maybe. of the party. I know, but so maybe I'm just... <laughs> we can have a magic theme, darling. Yeah, we can do little... I, I like the white rabbits, it's nice. Um, so, um, growing up in your household, where who cooked? My mom. 
This is great. Okay, I'm glad we're talking about this. First of all, my mom, my mom's a great cook. A lot of the New York Jewish cultural uh, dishes were passed on to her, and she passed them on to us. My favorite dish of my mom's is her brisket, her sweet and sour brisket. Yeah, brisket. Um, she did gribbiness. She did, you know, everything. Yeah. Um, well, gribbiness. What gribbiness? It's like um, chicken fat. It's chicken like fat. Burned. You, you boil chicken. it down. You yeah. cook it down until it's and like it's fried, fried chicken, chicken fat. fat. And then you mix well, like it either with scratching. You can mix like, it with onion or yeah, that's yeah. right. And you put it usually in the Thanksgiving stuffing. Would have the gribbiness. It would have liver. It would have you know mm. the chicken fat. It would. Um, and she would also do great potato pancakes, you know, latkes. Mm. And yeah. so I grew up with a lot of that. My her mother, I remember made cheddar cheese and pickle sandwiches. Um, <laughs> this is this is like uh, you know a, the New York traditional Jewish kind of fair. Yeah, my mom now is Bubby uh, to my daughter. Right, she's Bubby, um, and my dad's Opa. Uh, to my daughter. Um, That's a good name. Yeah, so it's, you know, Eastern European. So which whereabouts in Eastern Europe? Poland or Poland, or Russia? Um, no, Poland, Austria, uh, France. Those are, you know, my, my grandparents and great-grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Austria-Hungary and, yeah. It, so, so do you have gefilte fish? Yeah. Chopped sure. and fried or boiled? No, boiled. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I know I never enjoyed it. No, I, but I, chopped and fries better. I think, it? yeah. Uh, and chopped liver with onions. Yeah, and, chopped yeah. liver. It's funny we've we've presented that to many a uh, goy on the on the uh, when they, we've cooked for them and they kind of look at chopped liver like they're petrified. I feel like it's and then when you eat it, it's so delicious. But I don't know it if it be, is yeah. delicious for is, someone that hasn't been cucumber. brought up on it. I don't know. Yeah, it can <laughs> you be. know I don't know whether it's just because it's inbuilt in herring, us. Pickled herring. Yeah. Like so that. do you like your matzo balls? Light yes. or heavy? I don't like them heavy and dense. They yeah, should be light I like and fluffy. Them light. Yeah. Do you make matzo balls? No, I have done with my mom. You know, I have done, but I don't make them regularly. So your daughter will never have chicken soup and matzo balls because she's Of course she will. We'll go to Russ and... Oh, oh you go... She doesn't know that she's had... She likes... She doesn't mind chicken soup, actually. <laughs> oh, okay, the so broth. she'll have that good. The broth. Yeah. sometimes, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so she has had a matzo ball in her Oh, life. yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank God for that. Yeah, she likes chicken soup. But you live predominantly in New York. Yeah. That's unusual if you're in the film, TV business or not. No. They're... Well, no, it's pretty equally divided. Okay. But um, I guess more and more people are probably based in Los Angeles um, and California. I've never felt California was for me, even though I lived there and worked there a great deal. And when we, you know, we shot the series Friends in California, but as soon as it was coming to an end, I, I already was making plans to move to New York. Uh, I also spent a lot of time in Chicago where I went to uni and have a theater company still to this day in Chicago. So I'm, I'm back and forth there a lot. I've always felt more of a, a big city energy yeah. uh, was something I, I prefer. And the theater. I also, well, yeah. And my parents, every year, we'd make several trips back to New York to see all our relatives, yeah. all my aunts and uncles and grandparents. And then my mom grew up going to the theater. So um, we would pack, we would go to New York for maybe five or six days and see a play or two a day. day yeah. Wow. And we'd just like blast through a lot of theater and musical theater. So I grew up, you know, going to the theater quite Can a bit. Can you sing? 
I can act my way through a song, okay. but I don't have but that. But you've not been in musical theater. I have. I've you been have. in musical theater. Sorry, yeah, I should know. Oh, what no, no, have you not, been in? not professionally. Oh, no. All in, at college and okay. in high school. Would but. you like, if there was one role in musical theater, would you choose? Which one would I yeah. choose? Oh, uh, if I could sing. Yeah, if you could sing. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if I, oh, there's so many beautiful. I know. Beautiful roles and and um, Sky Masterson. I mean, it's funny because I played um, Moonface Martin uh, in in, in Anything Goes. Anything. Oh, Jesse uh, was in Anything Goes. I was, was Reno Sweeney. Oh, I can see that. Oh, <laughs> I can see that. Um, <laughs> she was yeah. also Miss Adam. It was only because I sung. I wasn't like the actress, but they were like, oh, "Fuck it, give her the bloody solo." So there you go. Yeah. Um, but I love how my mom now brings it back to her pushy. Like, you know, I'm not my daughter. No. Um, no. I want to know I what your that. what your theatre company are doing at the moment in Chicago. Right now, we uh, we do m- predominantly original work um, or original adaptations of classics. Um, so, uh, what we're a play that is about is in rehearsal right now is written by uh, one of our younger ensemble members, uh, African American woman who also an incredibly talented um, director and actress. She's she's directing her own play. It's about one of the mayors in Chicago, uh, the first uh, woman mayor, who famously took time to live in one of the worst um, housing projects in the city. Um, on principle, she decided to live there herself as mayor. Um, and it's about that that chapter in Chicago's history. Is it true? Yeah. How yeah. how long was she a successful mayor? She was, she was. Because it's funny because my sister's an actress and she was in this TV show called Boss. Oh yeah, was, and it was about Kelsey corrupt Kelsey mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's funny. Chicago is full the Chicago of yeah, mayors. yeah. Like, she yeah. sounds like a good one. So yeah, isn't, isn't that where the Obamas started out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Chicago, in fact, their daughters were part of our theater company's uh, younger oh, youth ensemble. Yeah. So you spend your time, I mean, look, you're promoting intelligence at the moment here. Yeah. And then you were filming here. So yeah. um, you do that. Then you live in New York. Then you, I mean, you sound like you're everywhere all I travel, the time. Yeah, I travel quite a bit. But home is New York. And I try to, you know, since I've, since my daughter's, you know, he, been here, I, I've really prioritized that chap. This chapter of my life is really about my daughter mm. and... Not just for her, but for me too. I mean, I genuinely think it's the most meaningful part of my life is, you know, this time with her. Um, so I've limited my other travel because I just I want to be with her as much as possible. And I'm very grateful that Sky and Expectation, who the production company, w- when it comes to shooting intelligence, it they really let me dictate the schedule so that it's really mostly over the summer, which is during her school break, so she can be here. So she came over and watched Oh, yeah. So she's here during shooting. Um, and luckily, her mom's a Brit, so she's got eight eight cousins her age Amazing. here. She's got all her aunts and uncles um, on her mom's side that are here. So she has a great time, and she has uh, another family here. So, But, yeah, I spend time going to see my parents, who are still in L.A., and my sister and her husband in L.A., uh, or working here and mostly in, in New York. How 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We always ask um, everyone what their last meal would be. So whether that's your for last supper, your death row meal, and it's a start in Maine, put with a drink of choice. If you're going on a desert island for a year, maybe. Because I hate the desert. It can be whatever you want. It it makes me feel really weird. (laughs) Fine, we won't say death row meal. Because you wouldn't eat if you were going to die, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe you would. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you you may be right. You know, they've cut back. They don't give you the special request anymore in some of the states. Is that right? Honest to God, I heard it. That's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> They're cutting sad. back. That's really sad. I know, that's awful, isn't it? Um, so, mull that. Think about that. You can come back right, to it. Yeah, you okay. do, do, no, do your, you're going on a desert island for a year. So right. you've got to take something with you that in your head. Or my last meal before I go to the island. Yes. Where yeah, I don't yeah, know what nice, I'm Yeah, that's a good twist, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I, I think it would, it, would, it would be a big meal. <laughs> because I'd want some of my all my faves, but uh, I think a really good. Um, do you pronounce it fillet steak? Yeah, fillet. Because we pronounce Could it you fillet. Say fillet. Yeah, a yeah, really good fillet with um, I think some broccoli sautéed with olive oil and garlic. Some really good crispy thick cut chips. Um, is there somewhere you go for steak in New yeah, York? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's an amazing place in the East Village called Lucienne. It's a French kind of bistro, okay. and they do an amazing steak au poivre, and that's what I'd have. Thank God so maybe you'd have Lucienne's meat. I would also do like a really good chopped salad to start. I love chopped salad. Oh, yeah, Americans really do it really salad. well. Oh. A chopped can't salad. get one in London like that. That's too bad, yeah. Well, you guys should open a restaurant. No, well, no we're maybe okay. we'd kill salad. each other. We'd kill each other. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so potentially you get it from Lucian, your your steak. That would yes. be like that would be yeah. a lovely meal. Steak okay, apart. fine, yeah. steak apart. Chop yeah. salad first. Chop salad. Oh, I feel like you can have chop salad as well. So it's an an addition. Like that's not going to be your starter, right? Uh, no, that would be my starter. Yes, really? chop salad's yeah. a gorgeous starter. I, I know, yeah. but I kind of think it's just in with everything. If it's very good, uh, darling. Also with really good fresh baked bread and butter, with the salad. Do you like salted or unsalted butter? I like salted. Yeah. 
This is really important to know. Yeah. Um, and then pudding, uh, d- dessert, sorry. That's you must okay. know all these I words do, because do, you were yeah. married to a Brit. So, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm not finished with my main. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, there we go. Let's go. Yeah, I'd want a side <laughs> okay. of, um, I think, like a really good pasta on the side. <gasps> now it's so, Where are you getting the pasta from? Well, I'm Fix? thinking... No, uh, uh, no. I was thinking this place, um, Pascal Jones, which is an Italian place uh, downtown, or uh, Il Molino. Another, I know about Il Molino. Yeah, I think I've been to Il Molino. Yeah. They do a really good. So probably like a cacio and pepe. You're not the a first. Simple, a You're really first. simple but really good one. So where's your favorite cacio e pepe then in New York? Because we are in search of the greatest cacio pepe everyone talks about here. it for their last supper like it's right. crazy i mean i like the one at at, at vix i like and uh, pascal jones is a really good one um and il molino i mean they're all good i don't know if i'd pick a favorite I don't have know. you ever attempted to make it yourself no because Samin Nosrat, you do know the uh, food writer? She did eat fat salt heat acid she's amazing so we did a new york series and we had her and she's just the most charming wonderful person and she was talking about cacio pepe and actually it's really i mean i I bet mine is not very good but you use some of the water of the pasta to emulsify to emulsify the the, the, no the the butter she's Mm. used butter but you kind of use it and it makes it thickens it up so nicely and it's really quite simple but anyway okay so what else is it just are you on to pudding yet yeah sure okay Um. no do you like cheese you haven't had a cheese course well, there's a lot of cheese in the cacio e pepe, okay. um, but I do love cheese. Your so, best cheese. You know, I like um, I like a gouda. I really like a gouda. That's um, your best cheese. Well, it's not my best. I mean, it's what I, I enjoy. I, I never. I, I like gouda, darling. It might be quite exotic if you're in the states. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> they, sorry to shit on your gouda. No, but that's like, all right. Sorry. There's some Jesse, really that's good gouda. We have okay, I yeah. need to maybe if you explore. get an aged gouda, darling, it's delicious. Um, she doesn't gonna, know. Go maybe I mean I'm it. talking. I I wouldn't just have that. I'm I'm talking about a variety. A plate, yeah. I would. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's called Epoise. That's oh, yeah. my no. new favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A good stinky love cheese. I'm, so, I'm a good sorry. Stinky I shat on your Gouda in the best. Yeah, cheese. you didn't hear the whole no, thing. No, I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, Jesse, you um, get I feel like the Gouda is like a Volvo. Do you know what I mean? It's trusty, it's reliable, but it's not going to be like a showstopper. <laughs> but it's nice and nutty. If you get the right one, yes, it's good. Yes, Jesse. Comte. Do you like Comte? Sweet and nutty. Is that a Gouda? Am I going to find Comte, that? Comte. No, it isn't. Or Manchego. Yeah. With Membrillo. Okay. Um, okay. A good. Um, what was I gonna? Uh, what? Um, a plus. Sh- you had uh, me at a plus. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The like a truffle infused pecorino. Have you ever had? No, no. but I can imagine. Fantastic. Oh, it's, it's great. Oh yeah, I got thumbs up over there. I thought yeah. you were going time. Time. Now, it's enough I, cheese. I don't know stuff. how you guys eat your cheese, but I need crackers. Like. Good crackers. Not. I don't mind uh, the occasional sweet biscuit with it too. Oh, not yeah, not yeah. biscuit meaning cookie, but you know that kind of yeah digestive. A digestive. Yeah. yeah or you have little... graham crackers. No. Um, What's but graham crackers then? Graham crackers. Um, it, yeah, that's a little sweeter. A digestive. Okay. I like a digestive okay. with something. Yeah, a poisse. Like when a you poisse get a variety or a pack blue of... or a roquefort or still. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. 
but I like a good cracker. Um, but are you? I don't do you like eat bread. your cheese first, like as an appetizer, no. or do you have it to like a European cheese course? I would do it for dessert with some port okay. or red wine. Yeah. Um, What's your best red wine? I like Chateau of the Pop. I mean, that's I kind of like reliable. That. Yeah, and yeah. I I like that kind of big, bright, juicy dessert. Yeah, dessert. I, I like different desserts. It really depends on my mood. I mean, I, I like your sticky toffee pudding. I, I think Everybody well, loves I wanted to I, know I whether like, you have kind like of adopted any Anglo, like, you know, are you an Anglophile? Anglophile? Mm. Like, you know? No. No, no, no. not bothered about. No, I mean, I you like, like it. I like but it's it, not like you're like, I need no. Marmite right now. No, I need never. clotted cream. Don't never. Like Marmite. No, no. David. You've it's all been so well. tricked your entire lives. Someone what? you've been seriously duped. No. Yes, yes. We love no. Marmite. I know, it's what I'm you. saying. <laughs> Have you ever tried it with cheese? I I tried it once and that was enough. Why don't you try it with cheese and a bit of your nut butter okay. and then come talk to me? Okay. I assure you I won't do that. <laughs> she w he won't eat Marmite, my darling. <laughs> no. You either love it or you hate it. You'll eat chicken liver, chopped liver, but you yeah, won't but eat Marmite. Yeah, but I'm not a fan. Like, I, I don't mind it occasionally, but I'm not, I don't eat it regularly. Okay, fine. Anyway, um, no, I like a really good piece of fresh pie. Like apple pie? Well, apple pie is not my favorite. Okay, um, cherry? That's not my favorite either. Sharper. Like, <laughs> Let him speak. I like, like charades. Uh, pie charades. Strawberry rhubarb. Ooh, wow. I've never it's, heard of that never combination. That. Wow, you guys are really missing out. Strawberry rhubarb pie because it's, it's sweet and tart. The, the yeah, you're talking about mixing strawberries with rhubarb. Yeah. Oh, there's a special rhubarb called strawberry. No, no, no. Uh, it's it's a mix of strawberries that makes and rhubarb. Lots of sense to me. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, that with the little like really good vanilla ice cream. Where did you mode. get it from? Uh -huh. Where did you get it from? Uh, you know, it's hard to find. Not a lot of places. I'm going to start making pies. But um, we, so no one needs that in our house. I also we love a good pies. chocolate cream pie. Chocolate cream pie. See, I don't like, know what that is, you know. What, what is that? Oh, just, is it just chocolate with in, cream? Do you ever go to LA? Yes. yes. You eat meat as well? House yes. of pies, is it? No, okay. apple pan. Oh, I've had the burger there. Yeah. The so burger's the burger, great. All they do, yeah. all they do yeah. are hamburgers. Yeah. One, like the hickory burger with like a smoky yeah. hickory barbecue sauce. Hickory burger. They also do a tuna sandwich, which is great. Oh. But burgers, chips, your you know fries... And pie. pie. And they usually have six fresh pies available. See, why haven't we ever been there? The, because we'd be fucking fat, fat yeah. mum. Like, the chocolate yeah. cream pie at the apple pan. Is the best. Out of this world. So what is a chocolate cream pie? So it's it's uh, what we would call like chocolate pudding. It's Do you know what pudding is? Do you guys have chocolate pudding? Is it like when it's like, um, is it, it's is it thicker like a souffle, than a mousse. not like a souffle? It's almost like a creme brulee, the consistency of a creme okay, brulee. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or a, like a chocolate it, pot. We have I made that? Actually. No, don't think so. More sp you know a really good Greek yogurt or a yeah. really good creamy yogurt that's thick yeah. and creamy? It's that, it's that consistency, okay, yeah. but Lovely. milk chocolate. Would you call it or a mud dark pie? Chocolate. Is it a mud pie? No. Oh, okay. Mud pie is a combination of, um, I think it's, Caramel or it's chocolate and caramel okay. is a mud pie, I believe, or butterscotch. I can't remember. 
but um, back to the chocolate no cream chocolate pie. cream pie. So it's a great crust, really good. A little salt it's in the crust. It's a crust pastry. Yeah, it's a pastry crust. Definitely pastry, yes. not biscuits no, crunched up. No, okay. it's a pastry crust that okay. has a little salt in it, which is great with the chocolate. Oh, great. A chocolate um, pudding is yeah. really what it's almost like the consistency so would it ooze of a thick. If you cut it, would no, it ooze? no, oh. it's like it's, it's set perfect. like yeah. it's chilled and it's served cold. Oh, which is important. I it's think, served cho- yeah. cold. With fresh whipped cream, and <gasps> it's the combination heaven. of those I'm three. I'm going to try and do this out of this world. I'm going to try and do this. You should. It's, I am going to try. It's great. Now I have to say, the last cake I made, actually not the last cake I made, because I made the last one I made. Actually, they both turned out great. Um, I'm not a big baker or anything, but I was determined for my daughter to bake her her dream cake, which was this. You know, like a yellow sponge with fresh whipped cream and fresh strawberries. Like a Victoria's sponge. Yeah, but a big three-layer cake with Fab. fresh whipped cream, strawberries, and a yellow cake, right? And that turned out well. But the cake I made for my own birthday mm. one, um, oh, once oh, was... David, somebody should be making was, you your own uh, cake for your no, own No, I birthday. just wanted to experiment because okay, I really wanted to try... Me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Um, was a dark chocolate coffee cake. Mm, so wow. I made fresh espresso and fresh coffee, and I infused it with this really good dark chocolate, and I made a triple layer buttercream. Yeah, buttercream Did everyone eat cre- it? Everyone. I mean, it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. I know I'll never make a cake that good again. Uh, you should do Celebrity British Bake Off. I was asked to do, and I almost did it this year for charity. You know, they yeah, do it for charity, yeah. and I really want to, but this schedule this year didn't work out, but I, I really want to. I'm but a you're, big fan. you're not a bit like your character in Intelligence. <laughs> you're completely different. I mean, obviously you are, because you're playing yeah. a, but you're not fussy, how do you... you're open, you embrace oh, things. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. Was it quite yeah. important to have play a very different role to Ross almost as like another TV role yeah it was um, I didn't even think about that it, because for me that show was a, such a that cha- long ago yeah. and we ended 15 years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't even think of that I, for me it was just about I was really excited about this character and this and working with Nick you know Nick who nice. I had met before and we had improvised together before on something else oh. And I, I just thought after meeting him and working with him for a few days, I was just, I really want to work with this guy. So then out of the blue, he emailed me this idea, like a one-page kind of treatment of what this show was. And I thought it was really original because of the, you know, the workplace setting. I liked the juxtaposition of the high stakes of GCHQ and what they have to deal with yeah. and the idea of a workplace comedy where you're... They're all a bit geeky. Yeah, and kind of inept or reckless yeah. or whatever. Um, and this character, I think I was really drawn to this character because of the moment we're in right now, and um, and certainly in my country, the the some of the folks running things at the moment. Um, I um, I felt like this this character was a way of exorcising some of my <laughs> anger and outrage um, to play a guy who is, um, you know, uh, he's not very intelligent, but he but he gets away with it because he's confident. <laughs> so uh, he's a narcissist. He's entitled, self-important, misogynist, yeah, yeah, racist, yeah. homophobic. Yeah. 
And I felt like well, there are a lot of them about. Yes, there mm. are, and mm. I I wanted to kind of channel some of some of that uh, into this character and into a comedy because I feel like surely I'm not the only one feeling what I'm feeling in, in mm. these days. And I thought, well, let's give them, let's give people a release. You know, let's give people a 21 minute break from reality and and let them laugh at this guy for once um and so uh yeah i was i was attracted to it for for that reason as do well. you prefer doing comedy i like i like do you like a little like bit of both. Like, you like I a sweet do. assault a comedy you know it's really drama. true you know i uh, i've never thought of it uh uh, you know, using food as an analogy, but I wouldn't have Kachi and Pepe at lunch and dinner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'd have it once every, maybe every day if it's really good. But, uh, you know, I have it once in a while and then I like to do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to mix it up. Keeps me more um, in, interested and excited to do a comedy one year and then a more dramatic role the next mm-hmm. or to write or to direct, or to theater, film, TV, you know what I mean? I just keep mixing it up. It keeps things more interesting to me. So, What are you up to after Intelligence? Like, what's, um, are you writing? So I'm working with, uh, I directed a play in Chicago with my company. Uh, now it's almost two years ago. Um, it's a comedy about reparations um, from slavery oh, wow. um, set in today on a on a cotton plantation in the south uh in texas uh i had uh, it's written by one of our ensemble members this this uh young african-american writer and actor um who grew up in texas so it's inspired by some of the folks that he grew up with and i directed it on stage he's the playwright and it was a big you know it was a success in chicago so we pitched it to a company and set it up as a movie so now he just finished the first he just turned in the first draft of the screenplay and we'll have notes on friday from the company Fantastic. And, and i'm hoping that uh, my role would be helping produce that movie i won't i wouldn't direct it we'd probably and you find wouldn't be it. in it no i don't think there's really a role for me in it um Oh, by the way, it's almost entire. It's all women in the cast. We've introduced one or two small supporting ma- male roles, but one of the great things about it is that it's a comedy about, really about race and class and reparations, um, and it's a diverse cast of all women, and um, so it's refreshing to see if this gets made into a movie. It, it would be refreshing to see not only an entirely a female-driven story, but none of the women, none of the stories have to do with, uh, you know, uh, love life or romance or mm. a guy. It's all about point of view and character, and um, and so it's really, I think, truly original. Were you able to be involved in the writing when Friends was happening? Because I know that, like, was that allowed? Because, I mean, you obviously were interested because... Yeah, yeah it was a great spirit of collaboration on set with yeah, the writers right. but no we didn't we weren't involved with the writing of the scripts or pitching episodes or anything like that where we came in as actors and contributed um in our way was we would we would get the first draft of a script and we would then spend all day rehearsing it and putting it on its feet and in doing so 
we would find things that, mm, what if we said this instead? Maybe this would feel more organic. And we would pitch at the end of the at the end of every day. We would do a run through for the writers, and we'd show them what we came up with. Um, so. Uh, and it's a one-act play every week, right? So at the end of the day, we we do everything as written. Then we say, by the way, here's an alternative joke that we came up with during rehearsal. Can we pitch it to you? So we would then pitch, you know, physical comedy or pitch an alternate line or, or we'd just have a discussion and say, you know, this one moment, if it was a more dramatic moment with, say, Rachel and my, and my character Ross... You would say, you know what, this feels like we need one more beat here before we go to this, you know, this scene or before they kiss or before they storm out or whatever. So we would really work in a collaborative way with the writers to to massage things so that we felt we really owned them, owned it as an actor. I, I mean, I have no idea how that usually works because you had like live audiences, but like how is that quite unusual for the actors to have such? It is. So that's it probably is. what makes it such a unique show. Hey? I think so. Um, first of all, the writing was genuinely just great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that because they embraced the collaborative, you know, they embraced the talent of the cast. Yeah. You know, they said, these, you know, we cast well, let's hear them out, Trust, you know. Yeah. And, and, and that empowered us as mm-hmm. well to be our best. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's empowering because I was on another show before Friends where I was a, a regular series, a series regular. Luckily, it didn't do more. We didn't shoot more than 12 episodes because it was kind of torture because I felt my ideas weren't, um, they weren't interested in hearing me out. They weren't. And I felt like, oh, I'm, I might as well just be a prop, really, a prop that speaks. Um, and that was frustrating. Um, so I was really, I was really pleased to be in a collaborative room and environment. I've got to find out your karaoke song if you have one. Uh, I don't have one because, as we established before, um, I don't really sing well. But you might but, have to do a bar mitzvah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Thank you. Yeah. Good. Or a wedding. Come on, what, would it, what would it be? Or a bat mitzvah. Or yes. a bat mitzvah. Uh, Jesses will invite you. My bat mitzvah. We're going to invite you to I'm waiting for my invite. <laughs> okay. So um, what would it be? Uh, if you could sing. It would probably be, well, I love um, Journey. Oh. Well, the band Journey. Yeah. yeah. Don't stop believing. That's uh, oh. I mean, that's one. Um, I used to sing that to my son before I also, his exams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Oh, what? sorry. We need to offer you some cake. You don't have to eat it right now. You can take it home. You can what is it? it? Did you well, make it? Yeah. My, no. My son no. made it. Oh. Her yeah. son, okay. the doctor. My okay. son's a doctor. Did it, I mention this? Ooh, what kind of cake um, is it? It's a banana cake. I love banana cake. So we usually would have offered you and made you delicious food. Well, next time So this time is our better. offering. If you, you, you can share it with you, all these people who are... Oh, that would be lovely. The, Here, I'll, I'll get it. That's just that. No, you don't, don't have to eat it. And you, don't you don't also don't have to, have to eat, it, eat it, now. it now and go, just take mm, it. Just, it's just delicious, there for you. But it's in there. Case you it's want for it. you in this hard time of yeah. press junkets and promo. You, yeah, it smells you've it's, now it's got, got banana chocolate it, bits in it oh, as well. Oh, right. So it's yeah. banana chocolate cake. Yeah. All right. And is it. Um, I hope it's all right. It so it's not bit... like banana chocolate bread. It's a, It's like banana bread. We call it banana bread. And you know what would be really good on it? You want honest feedback. Oh, my God. Yeah. Saying it's dry. Do you want, it looks a bit dry to me. Do you me? want honest feedback, or, or am telling I supposed you, to pretend it's like it the most dry amazing? Well, no, I don't went in, toast I went it. In it'll deeper. be fine. I went in deeper. Try. So. 
Yeah, it's drier than I. <gasps> Jesse, it's dry. Right, no, no, it, yeah. on. Come on then. I mean, Taste. Let's, okay, let's it's go. drier than I make. Fine. Let's just now let's do the taste test. Because he's given up smoking, so he's bad tempered. Oh my God, he's smelling it. It's, it's dry. <laughs> Jessica. I didn't make it, Dr. Alex. Well, didn't. I didn't make it either. I've never served dry <laughs> bloody banana. Also, I mean. <laughs> it's not that dry. It's dry. Um, <laughs> the problem is there's not enough banana. There's not enough banana. Jesse, this is not that dry. You'd have eaten it's it. Dry. It's it dry. I have to say, you can barely taste banana. What? He's really we didn't wrong. do a whole meal. Jesus. Well, I'm a specialist in banana bread and banana well, cake. Now we fucking know. Is that dry? It could also be the, what kind of is bananas are you nice? using? You know what it what is. Kind of they weren't overripe. Yeah, that was the problem. I think that's the problem. Also, they look, look at where the chips are. They're all the way at the bottom. All we the chocolates well, are on the bottom. Well, that's not there. There's, this is look, riddled. David, look. What is that? I've never this is seen a bit that in my life. I've never Jesse, I've really embarrassed. Alex obviously didn't okay. follow the recipe. Guys, come on. My son is an anaesthetist. You should be actually. embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. We're at really that. embarrassed for what is fuck's that? sake. My God. What is that? That's well, not that a was chip. chocolate. Those aren't chocolate That's chips. They weren't chocolate <laughs> chips. We broke divine chocolate into it. I'm not going to lie. Look at that. There's he was one resentful piece, when I asked him to make it. one piece of chocolate That's a fuck you to me. That is... That, that was is, not made with love. That's just the worst. I mean, <laughs> Jessica, he'll be so upset. Uh, I that think is, he will that is so stop smoking oh, again. Stop it. Stop smoking. It's actually really miserable. I'm not going to lie. And I'm really glad that we've got <clears> Well, we're going to throw it away. Wow. But you, <laughs> that was. I schlepped that. I schlepped that I in a bag. I appreciate that. I didn't I make really it. I really do appreciate um, what it. What you do get to keep um, is a tea towel from us. Okay, thank you. Um, as an apology for the it's mediocre. Very, it's got uh, table bread, manners uh, on it. Thank you. I love that you, if it was me, right, if I'd you cooked that, she'd be like, Jessica, it. you've ruined it because it's Alex the doctor. It's fine. He's fine. He can be he had been he's saving safe. lives all day. Yeah. So he's a little tired. And taking one today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. David Schumer, thank you so much for giving us um, your feedback. Thank and you. uh, it's Thanks. all noted. And um, no, thank um, you. He's for... not coming to the bat mitzvah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's not no, coming. No, fuck it, he's not coming. <laughs> and I look forward to I'd be to scared about no, my no, no. If it's catered, I will. <laughs> oh, stop it. I'll do the cooking next time. All right, good. David's left now after rinsing the banana bread um, and we've tucked into the room service and <laughs> mum, you're treating it like it is bush tucker trial. It's not great. Well, so um, we must it's be taking... It's cold, darling. It is cold. But also there's this very sad looking poached egg in your Caesar salad right there. So, um, it might have been happy, happier when it was warm. Well, there's just debris of dry banana bread over the table. Um, how lovely was David Schwimmer? Just loved him. But he didn't look a day older than when he was in Friends. That's what I couldn't get over. He was just so charming and interesting. And also, um, so I really clever and has his fingers in so many different pies. Yeah. So he's just not, he's just a, very alive, very vibrant. I'm just trying the banana bread again, just to clarify. It, it, it's dry. But yeah. I did get a hint of banana in the crust just so you know David you won't know that because you 
wouldn't eat it. Mum, it's really bad. And Alex is amazing at banana bread. And the recipe is amazing. So I don't know what happened here. It must have been a long well, day Well, someone the left it. Someone left it out and didn't take it out of the... Someone left it. Oh, oh. Me? You didn't tell me to. Darling, use your initiative. We were on a break! Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>